what's up guys welcome back to another episode of the fantasy fellow show my name is kyle tonight we're going to be doing a live ppr mock draft, uh, mock draft using espn it's going to be a 12 team ppr mock draft here we're going to be in the two spot today we also got our guy justin in the chat room he's going to be drafting it looks like from the six spot so we'll get uh some good you know top of the draft some middle of the draft uh, advice here we had been drafting a lot of uh the last couple of drafts, I've been I've been taking 10, 11, 12, sitting towards the back. So I just wanted to try something different. And we're going to try to just throw out as many names and uh, players that we are fond of for drafting this 2021 season. So the lobby is going to open up here in uh, roughly 30 seconds, and then it's going to probably be another minute and a half or so. Um, so I'll just take this time to say, check out the fantasyfellowship.com. I just did some, some cool uh, website upgrades here. So uh, check out the free content. I'm going to be rolling out a, a little piece of something that I've been working on where we're just looking at the offenses and seeing how many projected touchdowns I have for each offense. Basically, like, not even caring about the players, just looking at you know which teams are going to lead the league in attempts, uh, rushing attempts, rushing touchdowns, like all that stuff. So check out the free content page or definitely check out the 2021 draft kit. Uh, there should be links in the description below too, but a lot of good stuff on the fantasyfellowship.com. And uh, let's see it here. This thing is going to open up in a sec here. We got uh, we got the match on in the background. I'm trying to see how Brady and, and Rogers perform in uh, in the match today. So it looks like we got about two and a half minutes. I'm going to be pick number two, um, and then again, Justin's going to be sitting, uh, I believe, at pick number six. So we'll have some good names for you guys to pull up here. Uh, we've done a handful of mock drafts so far this year. We've done some zero RB, um, a couple, maybe last week we did a zero RB draft. Just a lot of PPR drafts available for you guys on the Fantasy Fellowship. And then let's just look at my projections real quick. I think if you're in the two spot, there's really only two people you should be looking at. Uh, that's Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara. It really depends. It's a preference call at this point. Um, I mean, I have them separated by one point. Christian McCaffrey is clear in a way the number one player in my projections up uh, 381 and a half fantasy points. And then there's a 50 point drop off all the way to Cook and Kamara, who I have at 331 and 330. So I'd like both of these players here. If you're looking for, uh, really it's a preference call. If you want the guy that's gonna probably lead his team in, uh, in touchdowns, both of them are gonna do it. It's just, you know, do I want more receptions with Kamara? Or do I want more rushing stats with Dalvin Cook? So I love both guys. We got Justin saying, Winston's going to be pretty good this year as a QB1 matchup dependent. Let's take a look at that New Orleans Saints schedule real quick. Because um, <clears throat> once we get closer to the season, I'm probably going to start talking about schedules that I think could help us get off to a hot start. And the Saints, uh, let's see, their first game of the year against the Packers, Panthers, Patriots, Giants. So I like two of these matchups for sure. I like the matchup against Carolina. I like the matchup against New York. Patriots defense should be a little bit better. Uh, but so far, it's, you know, 50-50. You get the Washington football team. This might be, you know, kind of an up-and-down start for Jameis Winston. Seattle, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Tennessee. This is where it starts to look nicer in the middle of the season here. Atlanta, Tennessee, Philly. Those could be some nice potential games for the Saints offense. And then you get a little run here of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jets. Um, and then we're going to finish up in the fantasy playoffs against the Dolphins and the Panthers. So, again, I'm, I'm open – I updated my, my Jameis Winston projections today. He's sitting at quarterback number 17, right behind Kirk Cousins and Tua Tagovailoa. Um, so I'm open to him, definitely in Superflex. If you guys play in Superflex, I think, I think that's really you know where he should be valued as QB2. So we're starting in 20 seconds here. I'm just going to take Dalvin Cook. I'm just going to try to stick to my board as much as possible. But I get it. If you want Kamara here, I don't. 
Uh, I don't disagree at all. Really a preference call. I think there is a slight drop off then from Cook and Kamara down to Henry and Taquan Barkley. We have questions. Henry's not used in the passing game enough. He's going to lead the league in rushing and probably rushing touchdowns, but uh, it's that PPR floor that McCaffrey, Cook, and Kamara all have that Henry lacks. I guess Saquon Barkley's included in that group too. So, oh, wow. Ezekiel Elliott went number one overall. So this is fun. Uh, I was totally expecting to take Dalvin Cook. We're going to take Christian McCaffrey here. Uh, this would be a no-brainer for me. Again, I said he was 50 points over my projected uh, running back two and three. So this one's a no-brainer. We're going to see some running backs fall here. And then we'll see what uh, our guy Justin does here at six, pick number six overall. If you're new to the channel, don't forget to subscribe. Leave me a comment, uh, like the video. That helps the channel grow. We're doing pretty good. We're up to 240 subscribers. I'd like to be, I want to hit 500 at some point during the season. If we hit there before the summer or before the season starts, that's cool too. But um, let's see here. So he goes, uh, our guy Justin goes with, was he number six? Team name Zach Wilson. Yeah, we got Saquon Barkley here. Sixth overall. So Saquon falls. That's because Zeke went number one overall. If you're in that sixth spot, you're looking at a running back likely. Ezekiel Elliott. Sometimes uh, Saquon Barkley falls. And sometimes, you know, you get the dealt, you know, handed a, a something that you just can't pass up. Saquon's my quarterback number or my running back number five. And there's a nice drop off after him. So it doesn't feel amazing, but you're getting a potential guy that like, the last time we saw Saquon Barkley play for a, like a healthy season, he was a beast. I think people have forgotten just how good he is. He's going to be one of the leading receivers on that team. Uh, all the goal line work. Uh, it's it, Saquon Barkley, as long as he plays, he's going to be a lot of fun for you. The Giants are going to be better too. Offensive line is going to be better. Defense is going to be better. Uh, another season of Daniel Jones, hopefully progressing just a little bit. So, uh, let's just kind of recap here. So after Justin took Saquon Barkley, you get Jonathan Taylor. Travis Kelsey is starting to lock himself into that 8, 9, 10 range. Devontae Adams. I'm not afraid to take Devontae Adams without Aaron Rodgers uh, reporting for camp yet. Tyree Kill, Stephon Diggs, Austin Eckler, and then Nick Chubb. That's a really good start. If you're the number 12 guy, I love getting Nick Chubb paired with a PPR back like Austin Eckler or Aaron Jones. Um, Joe Mixon goes number uh, 12.2, Aaron Jones, Cam Akers, Anto Antonio Gibson, a huge run of running backs here from 12th overall to 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. 12th through 17, we get a run of running backs here, which is very interesting. Um, and then DeAndre Hopkins goes off the board here. I'm just going to turn the TV off. It's kind of distracting. Uh, but we got Justin back on the clock here. He's Yeah, I had a feeling he was going to go Najee Harris. So he gets Saquon Barkley and Najee Harris, which two top 12 running backs, no complaints here. He's going to probably have to hammer some receivers soon. Uh, but his running back room is set. So that's a really good start there. So if you're drafting from the sixth spot, you're, you're likely to get two stud running backs. Um, I might have to zig here because everyone else took running back. So we're going to see what this Moreno Jr. guy does. Uh, but, man, Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf. Let's look at some of my flex or my receivers here. I'm going to I'm gonna try to get Carl, uh, Clyde Edwards-Elair. My number one receiver, Stephon Diggs, Adams, Tyreek Hill. My top three receivers are all off the board. But I get Calvin Ridley and DK Metcalf chilling here for me. And, of course, they both go. So I'm set with DeAndre Swift, A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson. It's wanting me to take wide receiver here. But if I'm being real, my – the running backs, man. I get DeAndre Swift or Clyde Edwards-Alaire. 
I'm going to go with Clyde Edwards-Alaire because I trust the offense a little more. And then I'll end up taking a receiver here with my 26th pick. I might take Darren Waller. Darren Waller hasn't gone yet. So we're going to take Clyde Edwards to pair with Christian McCaffrey. And then we'll see what Marino does here. I'm up to McCaffrey and Clyde Edwards. Uh, I'm guaranteed a really good receiver. I mean, at worst case scenario, I get Michael Thomas, Justin Jefferson, and he takes Terry McLaurin, round two, pick two. So this guy's uh, Marino's interesting. He's just kind of going out and doing what he wants. Um, my guy Darren Waller sits right here. If I don't get Waller, I'm not getting a tight end for a while. DeAndre Swift could be a really nice running back to take right here. This is I'm torn. I think I think I got to go again with one of my top receivers here. We're gonna go ahead and get AJ Brown. Although I love I mean, this is a preference call whether you like AJ Brown or Justin Jefferson. Uh, I got 15 seconds real quick here. I mean I got AJ Brown off the board as my one of my ninth best players in PPR rankings right now. So my my flex rankings push wide receivers up again. It kind of pushes these top running backs all the way and sets them apart. Um, but man, yeah, if Justin can get Darren Waller, that's got to be what you got to do. So the start of the third round, we see J.K. Dobbins, A.J. Brown, DeAndre Swift, Josh Jacobs, Justin Jefferson, and it looks like Justin's going to win the Darren Waller sweepstakes. And uh, if you've watched my stuff before, Darren Waller is one of my favorite picks. I'm, I was thinking about him take, you know, at the end of the end of the second round, beginning of the third. So Justin gets him in the middle of the third, which is great value. He had Justin Jefferson sitting in front of him too. So really, the third round is so good. Just look at some of these names. J.K. Dobbins, A.J. Brown, DeAndre Swift, Josh Jacobs, who I think probably should go towards the end of the third. But Justin Jefferson, Darren Waller, Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, George Kittle. The third round is uh, it's pretty stacked as far as wide receivers go. Uh, there's a couple running backs that I'm willing to take in that third round. Dobbins and Swift, of course, are among those. Chris Carson's probably the other guy that I think I would strongly consider drafting in the third round. Um, and he shouldn't really make it past the fourth. Uh, there's really no depth there for the Seahawks uh, running backs, and he's going to be locked and loaded for a potential running back one season in a really good offense. So here we are starting the fourth round. Adam Thielen goes at the end of the third. Robert Woods at the beginning of the fourth. And at this point, I got my stud running backs. We got a really good wide receiver here. Maybe I look for a PPR kind of wide receiver. So I'm going to kind of boost the floors of, of an A.J. Brown. But I like comparing McCaffrey with Clyde Edwards-Elair. Let's go look at Clyde Edwards' uh, stats, what we got here from Justin. Yes. And, I mean... It's, it's really not fair. Waller, Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller are both cheat codes. If you look at what these two guys did last year, they're both 100 points over the third tight end, which, I mean, just look at the fantasy points for game here in PPR. They, like, they're 6 to 10 points ahead of the third-place guy, so that's almost like a touchdown more from your tight end every week, which is just insane. And I like a lot of these tight ends like Hawkinson and Logan Thomas, even Mark Andrews. There's a lot of guys that I'm willing to bump up, but as far as locking in a, a stud tight end, it, it seems to be one of the trendier things you can do this year. So moving along in the fourth round, we are almost up to pick Robert Woods, Chris Carson, David Montgomery, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, CeeDee Lamb. Uh, Justin gets Chris Godwin. I like that pick a lot. 
Mike Davis peaking into the fourth round, Miles Gaskett and Deontay Johnson. I'm up to pick here. I'm 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 gonna run in DJ Moore here. I have no problem with DJ Moore. The, the receivers are looking really, really good in this range for me, whether it's DJ Moore, Cooper Cup. I love getting a Rams player. So I'm gonna snag DJ Moore here. He's going to be I, I don't really care about the bye weeks. I have a you know three guys with week 13 bye weeks. I'll figure it out later. But uh, now I'm looking at you know filling in my flex spot. And just looking at the running backs real quick, nobody really sticks out to me here. I do like Kareem Hunt, but again, getting a potential top 15 wide receiver in a PPR league with Cooper Cup, uh, he's going to help me balance out A.J. Brown in case he has a low-scoring game. Uh, I've already got you know, two really good wide receivers, so plugging in a third in Cooper Cup seems to be like a good idea for me. Um, so I'm attaching myself to some pretty good offenses. I do have two Carolina Panthers, but that doesn't bug me as much because Christian McCaffrey just is in a tier of himself. And yeah, DJ Moore, um, I, I don't care. I have McCaffrey. I would have taken DJ Moore. I would have taken Robbie Anderson later. Uh, McCaffrey's kind of just like a unicorn. So fourth and fifth round is where the wideouts are. Yes, it is wideout city in the fourth and fifth round. Some, I guess in the fourth round, I'll just list off the receivers that are going. Robert Woods, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, CeeDee Lamb, Chris Godwin. Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett, Moreno, just taking LaVisca Chenault in the beginning of the fifth round. Uh, this guy's ballsy. He, uh, he's, he's trying something, which is, that's what mock drafts are for. You want to experiment. And even if, you know, like you try something new almost every time you do a mock draft, there's, you know, good ways to figure out different lineups or guys that you like later in drafts. Consider, you know, doing different mock drafts. Uh, but the receivers, Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, there goes Mahomes, Mark Andrews, there goes Robbie Anderson in the fifth round. Justin gets Robbie Anderson. Let's look at his team real quick. Um, Josh Allen in the fifth, Odell Beckham, Kyler Murray, Jamar Chase. So this is, you know, we got three quarterbacks going in the fifth round and a handful of wide receivers. So uh, that's when, you know, that's these are all really good picks. The one pick I don't care for the most is Kenny Galladay probably. Uh, but a lot of receivers, a lot of quarterbacks going in the fifth. Looking at, uh, yeah, Chenault was Chenault was maybe a round or two early. There's you know probably five six receivers that I would prefer over Chenault at this point, with much more stability and predictability with the you know their offenses. Uh, but I I think I think we're we're both set up pretty well here so far. So Justin's got Saquon Barkley, Najee Harris, Chris Godwin, Robbie Anderson, and Darren Waller. His core five, you know, that's a really well rounded core he can get a, a flex position now he doesn't have to reach for any position you know so he's in a good he's in a good spot there Kenny Galladay um he Kenny Galladay is good uh but I just the week to week could be a little frustrating I'm looking at team Atkinson right now so he's got Kenny Galladay as his wide receiver three that that you know I can talk myself into drafting players that are more boom bust a guy like Kenny Galladay if you plug him into your wide receiver two spot, you're probably going to be disappointed with him there. But if you plug him in your wide receiver three spot, all of a sudden, you know, uh, it, it just looks a little bit better on your roster. You have a little bit lower expectations of him. So uh, that's, you know, just ways to design your roster, plugging a guy like Kenny Galladay as your three, Robbie Anderson, you know, as your two or three makes a lot of sense. Odell Beckham makes a really good wide, re wide receiver three. Both Bengal guys, I think if you can get Jamar Chase or T. Higgins, even Juju, that, that huge block of receivers that you see right here, all guys that can perform as wide receiver twos, but when you plug them in as your three, they begin to look a little bit better and have more value to us. Um, so we're moving into 
our pick here in the sixth and the seventh round. I'm going to filter here. Let's just take a peek here at quarterbacks real quick. You got Lamar Jackson falling into the end of the sixth round. Aaron Rodgers is chilling. Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson. Those are probably my, those are the four. I would like to get one of those four, I would say. Uh, let's look at the running backs. Fournette, James Robinson could be a nice value here. Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams. I like the rookie running back a lot here. And I'm just looking for some other depth at running back. I would like maybe one more. But if everything goes well, like McCaffrey and Edwards are not going to leave my starting lineup spots. So um, I really only need maybe two more running backs to compete with these guys here. So we are up to pick. We just missed TJ Hawkinson. We just missed our top tight end here. Is Kyle Pitts on the board? Kyle Pitts, this is a no-brainer. I'm going to lock in Kyle Pitts. I'll show you guys more I have him projected. So Kyle Pitts is he's going to be the talk of town in a couple months here when the pads come on. Not a couple months, in a month, the end of the month. But he's my tight end number five right now. And to, like my favorite tight end guys to get are, are Darren Waller, end of the second, anywhere in the third round. TJ Hawkinson in the fifth, sometimes he falls to the sixth. And Kyle Pitts, he's probably that next guy that could just blow open expectations here. And he's walking into a lot of targets. Julio Jones out. He's going to step into kind of – he's not really a tight end. He's going to be kind of their starting slot receiver. So the sky's the limit for Kyle Pitts. Really excited to see what happens there. So we missed on Herbert. We missed on Lamar Jackson. Let me just take a peek here at the quarterback. Should I grab a quarterback here? Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. So I missed – Here's some of the thinking here. I, I really think you guys need to get a piece of the Seattle Seahawks offense, whether that's Russ Wilson, Chris Carson, DK Metcalf, or Tyler Lockett. I was not able to get any of them, so I'm going to pull the trigger here in the seventh round and get my QB1, Russell Wilson. We'll talk about him in a sec. I want to see what Justin's got brewing here. Um, do you trust Damian Harris in the eighth round? If I mean, in the in the tenth round uh, or in the eighth round, you're you're getting a guy probably as your running back three who has a very good upside chance of finishing as a top thirty wide receiver. So, Damian Harris, especially if Mac Jones starts sooner than we think, and Cam Newton's not just you know taking all of these red zone goal line carries, those are going to go to Damian Harris, and he has potential to just rack up a ton of carries. He was their best running back last year. Entering year three with Bill Belichick, really good defense. They're just, especially if it's a rookie quarterback, they're just going to run the ball a lot. So Damian Harris is a lot of fun in the eighth, ninth rounds. And then what's the deal with A-Rod? I think I, I, if I had to put money on it, he's he's going to play this year, but he's he's not going to show up uh, anytime soon. I, I would maybe push it maybe the first or second week of August. Uh, he doesn't need to play preseason. He doesn't need to do much. We just need him back with the team to practice for a little bit before week one. But uh, it's all, you know, it's all speculation. Nobody really knows. I'm just going to recap uh, what's going on here because Rodgers just went in the seventh round. So after I took Russell Wilson, you see Aaron Rodgers, Dallas Goddard, Brandon Ayuk. I like him a lot. Justin getting Javante Williams. Really great pick here. A huge amount of upside. I just was uh, tweeting about him earlier today. Guys, don't take Melvin Gordon. If you if you take one thing off of this show, uh, don't don't draft Melvin Gordon. Leonard Fournette, Chase Claypool, William Fuller the fifth, Michael Gallup, one of my favorite picks. He's starting to creep up in ADP. You used to be able to get him in the eighth, ninth round, but he's starting to, you know, creep into the seventh. Noah Fant. There's James Robinson, Tom Brady, Zach Moss, Jerry Judy, Demo Samuel, and Curtis Samuel. You got the Samuel Bros. Um, 
Uh, for the Bucks game, I think I'll go Bucks plus five and a half. Um, I'm I'm open to the Bucks winning tonight. I think they can cover. Uh, I just I'm sick of them, you know, putting up some of these garbage games where it's just embarrassing. So uh, I don't mind a loss here. Just they just need to win tonight or Thursday night, and they'll figure it out. But I'm I'm optimistic about the Bucks. Um, so my starting lineup is filled out. We got about 35 seconds here to fill this in. Uh, running backs available: Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, Daniel Drake, James Conner, and Damian Harris. I'm interested there. All of our starters are set: Corey Davis, Antonio Brown. Like nobody's really sticking out to me here. Tight ends: We already got a pretty good one. We can wait for some backup guys. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna snag one of my favorite running backs. That's gonna be. James Conner. I've talked about Conner extensively. He is my running back number 24. He's walking into the Kenyon Drake role last year. And I, I still think he's a better running back than Kenyon Drake is. Uh, Drake might be a better receiver. Sure. I'll give him that. Uh, but James Conner, you know, knocking in some touchdowns in the red zone. Kenyon Drake ran five touchdowns or he had nine touchdowns inside the five yard line last year. So getting a guy like James Conner, again, I have no pressure to start him. He's behind McCaffrey and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Uh, and then I'm also just taking stock in offenses. I want a piece of the Cardinals' offense. They're going to score points, whether that's Murray, whether that's DeAndre Hopkins. After that, it gets a little dicey, but Chase Edmonds, James Conner, there's going to be running back points because that offense did yield uh, two top 25 running backs last season. You see Kenyon Drake, RB15. Chase Edmonds, RB25. So if if I get, you know, a little bit of this Kenyon Drake line out of James Conner, I'm a happy camper. Um, so our guy, Team Marino, taking Melvin Gordon and Mike Williams. We like Mike Williams at the fellowship here. Um, I was actually thinking about drafting him here. Uh, but now, again, when I was talking about my running back depth earlier, we got McCaffrey. We got Clyde Edwards-Alaire. We should be set for the whole season, you know, knock on wood that these guys stay healthy. But getting a James Conner, who I have as my RB24, and then we're going to draft Damian Harris here. We might be done drafting running backs. I have two uh, potential studs here that I could rely on for touchdown. We'll see about the work in the passing game, but I do have Damian Harris sitting here at RB30. I really wanted Javante Williams. Justin was able to, to snag him from me, but now I have you know solid depth at the running back position. We can fill out some you know some some deep dart throws at the wide receiver position. Maybe get a backup tight end or two. And uh, I don't know. We're set really, really well. I like this draft a lot. Quarterback Russell Wilson, running backs McCaffrey, Clyde Edwards, James Conner, Damian Harris. Our receivers, A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, and Cooper Cup, and then Kyle Pitt. So we're going we're gonna to fill this out, and it's looking pretty well balanced. Let's take a peek at Justin's real quick. And Justin, he was drafted from the sixth spot. His quarterback, Lamar Jackson, Running back Saquon Barkley, Najee Harris. He got Javante Williams as his number three. And then he's got Trey Sermon. He's snagging all the rookie running backs here that we are fans of at the fellowship. And then the wide receivers, Godwin, Robbie Anderson, Devonta Smith. That's an interesting name. We haven't drafted him on our show lately, uh, but he's projected to probably lead the team in targets. You know, you're getting a wide receiver one this late. We're not going to be too nitpicky, uh, and he should be the preferred target for Jalen Hurts. And then Darren Waller, of course. So, uh, we're moving and grooving here. It looks like we're about to start the 10th round. If you guys are still with us, don't forget to like the stream, subscribe if you are new. We're going to get into some sleepers now here. This is where it gets fun. Uh, man, rookie running backs. Uh, our guy Justin here was able to get two of my favorites, Javante Williams and Trey Sermon. Uh, they were both on my list. Uh, I just, again, 
snake drafts, you know, just where you're positioned, you don't always get access to every player. Like you really have to reach. And one of the guys that was really reaching is the guy, Team Marino here, who might have gone auto draft. But we'll see uh, if we can start snagging some of our favorite sleepers for the rest of the draft here. And uh, I don't know who sticks out. I mean, we, we, are, we already, you know, are pretty situated with our running back situation. Let's look at the wide receivers. T.Y. Hilton, potential number one wide receiver in Indy. I love Elijah Moore here a lot. There's a lot of buzz about him in New York. Um, he's probably one of the guys that I would not mind grabbing on the team. We could get potential wide receiver ones on their team, not in fantasy. T.Y. Hilton and Devontae Parker. Both guys are, are very, very underrated right now. Um, T.Y. Hilton with the Carson Wentz, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the guy I feel the best about, and that's Elijah Moore. I want to get a rookie on my team. He's on our bench. We're not going to need him uh, to start for us week one. But I, I have another feeling, too, when the pads come on in New York, Elijah Moore might be moving. He might be shooting up everyone's draft board. So uh, we're doing very, very well so far. I got some other guys that I can hit later, too. Uh, but let's just look at the quarterbacks real quick. If we wanted a backup for Russell Wilson, I could snag Matthew Stafford, and and I don't know. I don't advise drafting two really good quarterbacks um, unless, you know, Wilson's a top-five quarterback. I don't know if I need a Stafford to be my backup. It's more of an emergency thing. But the value here for Matt Stafford in the 12th round or the 11th round, I wish I would have waited uh, this late because that seems like a really good value there. Tight ends, Janu, Evan Ingram, Gronk, Hooper, Henry. Tyler Higby starting to look a little attractive here. Um, let me just take a poke at the running backs. Anybody else stick out here? Um, James White in the PPR league, maybe. Wide receivers, though. It, this is enticing. Nobody wants the Colts wide receiver group. Um, nobody else really sticks out this late for wide receivers. I do like Emmanuel Sanders late. But uh, if we're just taking best player available here, I'm just going to take a, guy, a, a flyer on T.Y. Hilton. He was really limited by Phillip Rivers last season because Rivers just doesn't have the arm strength to get it down the down the field here. And a lot of the, you know, the defenses in the AFC South, Colts have the best one. You know, you're playing against the Texans, the Titans, and the Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars are going to be better defensively. They added some nice secondary pieces, but uh, we'll take a flyer on T.Y. Hilton. Again, he's our wide receiver five. Uh, he might have something in the tank. That team... Colts team could be a sleeper for the Super Bowl run, so I'm interested there. Uh, and should probably take a stand on at least one Colts wide receiver. Carson's going to have a favorite. Uh, if Paris Campbell can stay healthy, he's a lot of fun uh, in the later rounds. They also do have Michael Pittman Jr., who is the younger, probably more attractive option, but uh, we'll see. Uh, what's this? Giannis on the floor beginning the pregame workout. I'm supposed to say game time decision. All right. And yeah, that's, I think, Justin, you end up playing more 10-team leagues uh, often than 12, because 12 is just, I, I've never really played a 10-team league before. Um, usually I play 12-team, so it's a lot of fun, uh, just because the, the depth goes so deep. Um, if you had a bet on a Dark Horse team to win the Super Bowl, who would it be? <clears throat> I mean, so I, I, I can't pick Kansas City, I can't pick Buffalo, uh, I can't pick Tampa Bay, I... Is, are the Rams a dark horse to win the Super Bowl at this point? Um, the, the Browns seem to be a lot, a lot of fun right now. They got both sides of the ball uh, moving pretty well. 
Uh, let me think about this for a second. Um, I'm just going to snag another piece of the Rams offense here in, in Tyler Higby. Uh, I'm just trying to think here which teams stick out. I, the Ravens could be really sneaky this year. I like the Ravens options a lot. What about Dallas? So like if their defense gets figured out or it just imp improves slightly. Otherwise, um, Seattle could put it all together this year. I could see the Washington football team making a really good run with the way their defense is. Um, so Rams, Bucks, Chiefs, and Bills, I cannot do. I, I mean, that NFC or the AFC North is going to be pretty tough with the Rams and the Browns. I think one of those teams could be, you know, potentially put it together at the right time. And as far as the NFC, what about the Vikings? The Vikings could be a dark horse team. They got, they're going to be a lot better on defense. You got Dalvin Cook, you got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Irv Smith. They got enough pieces there to get where they need. Um, I don't. The, the NFC is. The, I mean, I like the Cowboys. I like the Reds. You know, the Washington Football Team. My bad. Uh, we're on the clock here. Let's just see any other wide receivers at this point. John Brown, Gabe Davis, Terrace Marshall. Uh, it's starting to look a little thin. Um, we're going to take. I want a piece in Buffalo, so I'm going to grab Emmanuel Sanders here. As it gets later in the drafts, you kind of just have no rules. Just grab your players. Um, but, again, the NFC is is very wide open. Uh, Dallas is probably going to be one of the best offenses in the league, but Washington's going to be one of the best defenses and probably one of the most improved offenses at the same time with Ryan Fitzpatrick you know, adding some deep elements here too. So Washington makes a lot of sense uh, for the NFC if you're looking for a dark horse there. Minnesota, I like them. They're going to be improved on the defensive side of the ball pretty heavily. And then this this NFC West, man, you could you can make a case for any of these teams being a dark horse, but I like Washington to make a run. Um, maybe not to win it, but maybe maybe to make a run. Yeah, Browns are probably my the most you know logical answer I could give. Uh, and is James Robinson a top twenty-four running back? Hmm. I, in my projections, he's going to land. I have him as the RB twenty-eight. So I think he's going to provide elements of you know a top uh, a running back two throughout the season, but it's going to be a little inconsistent, and he's going to lose probably a lot of his PPR upside. So I don't love James Robinson, but at, at his cost. I mean, basically where he was drafted today, let me see. He was drafted in the eighth round. So that's essentially the first running back on your bench, which is kind of where he belongs. So I do think that he's going to offer, it really depends on how ETN, you know, picks up the passing down work and how he, uh, you know, protects in the blitz pickup. Uh, but Robinson, I, I would say top 30 for sure, somewhere uh, really close to top 24. And we are up to pick here. We have technically one more flex spot to pick, a defense and a kicker. If you guys are interested, if I had my choice of the defenses this year, Rams, Patriots, Browns, Colts, uh, Washington, and 49ers went already. So did the Ravens and the Steelers. And Buffalo, Buccaneers. Um, if I had my choice of the defense, I'm taking Washington. Um, I don't really care too much about it. 10 seconds left, so we got a gun to our head here. We need a wide receiver. We need a wide receiver. Uh, I'm just going to take a flyer on the Saints offense and Traquan Smith. He's going to be the number two wide receiver there. He's been working out with Jameis. Uh, and uh, just deep ball upside, who knows? We're, we got just some flyers on the defensive here. I don't like my bench as much, but I think it, it turned out decently enough. 
And then d- defense, like, I, I don't care. Give me the Rams. Um, and yeah, it's it's solid. We got Russell Wilson locking it down at the quarterback position. McCaffrey and Edwards Alaire to boost us at running back. The wide receivers and AJ Brown, DJ Moore, Cooper Cup. I think all three of those guys are top top twenty, top twenty five wide receivers. Kyle Pitts, I have him as a top five tight end. And then the running back depth here, we ended up with James Conner, Damian Harris. And then we're just kind of, you know, fishing at wide receiver. Elijah Moore, T.Y. Hilton, Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith. We just need one or two of those guys to step up and be useful for us uh, for bye weeks. And then Tyler Higby. So uh, it's going uh, pretty well here. And uh, what's going on, Don? Thanks for hanging out tonight. Do we think Henry will be busy with the new additions to the receivers they picked up? Um, whew, I, sports dog. I don't. I don't know how defenses are going to try to defend the Tennessee Titans this year. Because if if you load the box, they're going to gash you with AJ Brown and Julio Jones. They're also going to have the tight end Anthony Ferkser kind of running a while, uh, around and doing some short stuff. Um, and if 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 you want to sit back and make make them run, they're just going to run on you. I, I think uh, the Titans' offense is going to be one of the most any game that the Titans are on TV, I think you're going to want to watch this season. It's going to be uh, probably their best offense that they've had maybe in their history. Like it, Ryan Tannehill, like everything. It, it's it's very simple to predict the Tennessee Titans offense too because Tannehill, quarterback, you can get him as your, your low-end quarterback one, quarterback two, super flex leagues, whatever. Derek Henry locked in the top five role, and they got two receivers they're going to throw the ball to. Really, nobody else we have to worry about. You can maybe make a case for Anthony Ferkser as a you know potential tight end one, uh, but it's really consolidated. Derrick Henry's going to be very fine, uh, and hopefully he gets some more passing work too this year. That would be nice. But uh, Derrick Henry, I have no problem with Derrick Henry this season, and I love that offense. Eight eight likes, let's go. And uh, it's it's the Bucks. It's all about the Bucks, man. It's about the Bucks tonight. We'll see what uh, Giannis is going through. Uh, our guy Justin was saying Giannis was going through the pregame workout uh, stuff right now. So we'll see. I Personally, I, I'd like to have him take maybe one more night off. Let's see if Chris and Drew can get it done on their own. Uh, but really, tonight, they need to win one game tonight or Thursday. We don't need to win two. Of course, we'll take it. But uh, we just need to take some baby steps here and, and compete tonight. So go Bucks indeed. Uh, Titans, Browns, AFC, Champ, Bold, take it. Uh, the Titans, that's a good... Oh, Titans, man. That that would be if, – if you choose the Browns, I would choose the Titans because I love that offense, and I think it's just going to be very messy for defenses. Uh, so let's look at uh, at Justin's team. He drafted from the sixth spot. His, uh, is there, I wish there was a way to see the order that you picked your players in. Um, am I able to, to do that? Uh, but anyways, uh, Justin was able to get Lamar Jackson, uh, Saquon Barkley, and Najee Harris. Those were his first two picks. He came back with Chris Godwin and Darren Waller in the third and fourth rounds, Robbie Anderson in the fifth, and Lamar was in sixth. So the top six guys that we see here, all in the, six, the first six rounds, he gets Javante Williams as his flex, which could be – Javante Williams could be a league winner. Be open to taking a rookie running back, whether it's Javante Williams. He's got three rookie running backs, actually four rookie running backs on this team. Uh, with Najee Harris, Javante Williams, Trey Sermon, and Michael Carter. Don't be afraid of taking rookies, uh, especially uh, if, if the value presents itself there. So Javante Williams costs a seventh-round pick. You're maybe getting the, the best 
running back on the Broncos this year. We'll see about Melvin Gordon. Uh, 49ers defense, no problem with that. Going to be a good defense. You got one of the best kickers in the game in Justin Tucker. Devonta Smith, uh, every time I go back to my Philadelphia Eagle projections, he sneaks. He just, he just, I just kind of leaked some receptions to him. I, he just kind of keeps moving up. He's sitting right now for me at wide receiver 43, which means he's, you know, a, a capable first wide receiver off the bench. You know, he's a wide receiver three floor or three, four. He's going to be a flex option for us. Um, so I like Devonta Smith. Again, the rookie running backs, Trey Sermon, Michael Carter, one of those guys, they're going to pan out at, at some point in the season. Carter's going to have probably the most opportunity to, to be useful right away. Sermon's going to have to outlast Raheem Mostert. And then we got some upside guys here with Michael Pittman Jr. We got Rashad Bateman. Uh, who, who's T. Williams? Why can't This, this is uh, Tyrell Williams over in Detroit. He's probably going to be their leading wide receiver. It's worth the shot at the end of the draft here. And then Jameis Winston, who we talked about being a potential top 20 uh, quarterback. Great quarterback, too. If anything happens to Lamar, I don't mind moving Winston up. I think that Saints offense is going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I think that's going to do it for today's video. We're going on about 37 minutes here. Uh, I'm going to be uploading some new stuff on the fantasyfellowship.com. I don't know if I'll go live tomorrow night or record a separate video on my own, but I got uh, I got a lot of fun things to show you guys. We're going to be going over projected yard share, target share, and uh, opportunity share to identify some players that we should draft this season. So thank you guys so much for your time. If you're new, subscribe to the channel. Don't forget to like, leave me a comment. Let us know what our best picks were. Uh, Justin was in the sixth spot. I was in the two. Uh, go Bucks. Thanks, guys. Peace.